0: knows nothing can understand nothing Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger
1: Good tidings and welcome to the Ansom Report podcast number 32 Welcome hello I'm here by myself What if what if the episode was just me by myself, Jason, that would be pretty that would be pretty weird, wouldn't it? Like you're laughing right now, but that would be like the cringiest thing that's probably going to have to happen now. And uh, at some point you're going to have to like go do something and I'm going to be the only one here. Can you talk into the microphone so people know you're actually here because you are actually here? He's now it's a meme for him, but he, Jason is here with me as always, and we are. This is Ansem Report episode number thirty-two. We got a lot to get to, Jason. So if you could please talk into the microphone.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: God, everybody probably thought I was by Hello,
2: myself. Hello, I'm Jason. Hi, Jason. And this is my podcast. Uh, Mike is, is not here anymore. I've left. He's gone. I I'm no longer. Why? Re-
1: what? Why are you still talking? This is this is like the worst intro to a podcast <laughs> yeah, you have ever done. This is this is worst. Uh, we we have a lot to get to. We have a lot of um, question of the week stuff. Oh yeah. We have um, we're going to talk about a different uh, YouTuber and a video he made. I'm okay. not going to name the name of the YouTuber yet. It's a surprise. And uh, then we have our uh, answer report report as read by Blue Kingdom. Blue Kingdom's back, She's ladies back. and gentlemen, and, and by popular demand. Uh, I have a little bit of manga business to talk about. I read some more manga. Mm. And uh, the Union Cross five minutes may or may not happen. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> who knows? E- e- everything's, everything's wild around here. But to start us off, Jason, we got a wonderful Apple podcast review. Ooh. These are my favorite. I love when these happen. This is from Deputy Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh. Deputy, deputy. Address him properly, please. I'm sorry. Deputy Dougie
2: Fresh. Mr. Dougie Fresh. Okay,
1: that's fine. Five-star review. you, thank you, Thank you, Dougie Fresh, Deputy Dougie Fresh. Attention all Kingdom Hearts fans, this podcast is a great listen. I've been listening to these guys for a few months now and thoroughly enjoy every episode. I look forward to Fridays, which is when new episodes are released. They are very involved with their listeners and have many modes to contact them. Their knowledge of the Kingdom Hearts series is impressive. (laughs) I don't know, Dougie, thank you for that one, but I don't know. And they do a great job of being creative with content involving the game and lore. Great job, guys, and keep up the good work. So, thank you, thank you uh, Deputy Dougie Fresh, giving us a five star review. Just a reminder, you guys can always go on uh, Apple <clears throat> Podcasts if that's where you listen and leave us a five star review. We really appreciate it. We have uh, 21 reviews. Wow. And 20 of them are five stars.
2: Wow. And one is a two star. And one is Troll. It was originally three star. We know. Yeah, uh, you know I don't what? think we Addison, don't know.
1: Addison stopped me from talking about this last time, and I'm this I, was months I, ago. A, A, it was March fifth, okay. But <laughs> Addison's not here. The and Master Mike's been, masters left
2: us. Mike's been pissed for
1: five months. Uh, Nakia one two three, okay, <laughs> says two stars. Not really my style. Informative, but I don't really feel like they have the same nerdy love for the characters and storyline that I'd like to hear. Humor is also very important to me in a podcast, and I just didn't get that either. (laughs) It's a nice podcast, but not really my style. So you know what, Nakio?
2: Okay, okay. That was a three-star rating.
1: Right. Nakia was the exact,
2: the basically the exact same, maybe one sentence no, no, no. difference.
1: The the, re, the original one. I don't remember what it said exactly, but the humor line wasn't in there.
2: Okay. Okay. They,
1: they, he it he was decided the, to drag us more in yeah. the second one and lower the starter. <laughs> and
2: then it was a two star.
1: So, uh, and then I also I also went like a
2: month later, like they like had still been listening. Right? Yeah. They, what
1: are you still listening for? If you don't like us, that's fine. Go away. Uh, they also I looked I, I just had a hunch. So I went on the Got It Memorized podcast. Shout out to the Got It Memorized podcast. Shout outs. And Nakao, Nika- N- Nakao, I don't know how to say it. One, two, three. Left a review on their podcast and gave them five stars. That's scuffed, bro. That's scuffed. I dropped my phone and I don't even care. That's scuffed. How can we not be the best? You know what? Those are good guys over there, but if I find out they had something to do with this, <laughs> you thought the Keyblade War was bad. <laughs> you don't want to see the war I start.
2: You don't want to see how many Mikes he'll create. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There'll be a lot of replicas.
2: Oh, you yeah. You thought Sora had a lot of him? Whew. No.
1: You know how they say everybody, they would explain Kingdom Hearts, everybody is Xehanort and everybody else is Sora? Yeah. We'd all be Mikes. It's just all Mike. It'd be all Mikes. Anyway, uh, and speaking, Ikes. speaking of people I would start a war with on, <laughs> on YouTube or what have you, uh, <laughs> there's a video out there, and uh, we actually, uh, where is it, Jackson on YouTube said, you guys should talk about Skyward Wings Cage re- 3 Rewrite, Rewrite. Okay. would love to hear your thoughts, and so I watched this, Jason. It's an hour and four minutes long. I watched Yikes. this video, so you did not have to.
2: Thank you. Um,
1: and, I, you know, I've had negative things to say about... Uh, I'm sorry, Sir Skyward. Sir Skyward. Uh, Jackson, you need to get it right. It's Sir
2: Skyward. It doesn't pop up when you search Sir Skyward. Yeah,
1: I tried searching <laughs> Sir Skyward, and his channel didn't show up, but I searched Skyward Ring, and his channel showed up. So I, he, he's,
2: he's got something to the tags or something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I watched this video. I watched it in 1.5 speed, because I was like, I ain't got an hour and four minutes. Yeah. But I I... I I tend to consume a lot of content that way. Like there's a lot of podcasts yeah, you I listen do do to that. I listen like fantasy football podcasts. Like I listen to those at 1.5 and I catch all of it. I'm yeah. not Jason. I get into Jason the car.
2: Out. It gives me anxiety, yeah. dude. Like I get into the car and it'll automatically start playing. Cause it just like Bluetooth connects to his phone. I'll be like, and then, so anyway, I'm like, <sighs> I start hyperventilating. I, the, the car closes in around me. It's not good. Are you done? I just had a a flashback. (laughs) I don't know. It it controls me.
1: So so Skyward, Sir Skyward, releases video. And by the way, this is the first video he's posted since he posted a video saying he was done with Kingdom Hearts. Funny how that works. (laughs) Uh and I've had I've had things to say, disparaging things to say about him in the past. Not really him as much as HMK, but we made fun of him for for having a weird stain on his shirt, and then pointed out in his video. <laughs> and then, I poured and then Jason poured applesauce over himself. Anyway, that's not the point. The Point <laughs> is, this is a pretty well done video. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he basically runs through the plot of Kingdom Hearts, okay. and what he'll do is he'll say, "You know what? I didn't change anything about Toy Story." Boom, done. Which that's not what he said about Toy Story, but you get the idea. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So um, if
2: there was places he could jump ahead, he would.
1: Right. There are a couple things he did that I thought were really interesting. Hmm. Um, One is he made it so you have to go to all the worlds in order. Like you can't go. There's big hero six or pirates. Okay. No, you have to go to big hero six first, then pirates. Okay. Which I don't think that's how anybody did it. But there's a reason he did it that way. And I'll explain why. Okay. So first of all, you uh, save Aqua right before Arendelle okay and it kind of happens the same way and then when you go to arendelle aqua comes with you because Aqua's not aqua suffering from like post-traumatic stress disorder from being in okay. the dark realm
2: and so that, that aqua, was something that i felt like needed to happen right too. And,
1: and and i i really like the way he did this and so aqua's in your party for that world um and which because that world really lacks party member until you get snowball or whatever the what's the giant Snowman's name. Is it Snowball? I think so. I think it's Snowman. Snow Snowball. 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 Uh so then Aqua like they and he split up that world where you're fighting Skull with Snowball, and then Donald Goofy and Aqua are fighting uh scene
2: Okay.
1: Like and you go back and forth between the cool And I thought that was cool. That'd be dope. And it gave Aqua some more character development. And then she goes to train with Lee and Kyrie after that. Okay. Well, actually I I missed a part of this, sorry. You go to save Ventus, but Venitas is too strong for Aqua. So she turn while you're fighting, she turns it back into uh, Castle Oblivion and everybody gets booted out and they they escape and Ventus or Vanitas is like I'll just wait here. So then you come back later once she's strong to save Ventus.
2: Okay, so then you beat Vanitas. Right,
1: then you beat Vanitas. Okay. Uh and then and like when you first fight Vanitas, you're doing like chip damage with Aqua, like she doesn't Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's okay, cool. I like that. So then when you save Ventus, you just feed big hero 6 when you say ventus. Okay. So the only world you have is Pirates and they're like, "Hey, we're going to get ready to to keyblade graveyard tomorrow." And then Ventus kind of was like, "Man, I didn't I haven't gotten to have any fun in like 10 years, you know." Yeah. So Sora brings him to the pirates of the Caribbean world cuz it's <laughs> his favorite world. Okay. And then Ventus is in your party for that. So it's like, "Okay, that that that's cool. I like those yeah. ideas. They make sense." Okay. Um and he did fix some of the some of the plot holes or or weirds, you know, with that kind of stuff and the pacing of it, right? Okay um he added a couple of things where you control Kyrie during her training okay um and show her getting stronger um some like just like some quick like oh uh merlin has sent some heartless at you and you and lee had to fight him in like he
2: summons heartless in like a hyperbolic
1: time chamber or something (laughs) that'd be dope anyway uh
2: So... Hyperbolic time chamber is just too cool. (laughs) Dude, I do love a hyperbolic time chamber. (laughs) It's too cool. That's probably the
1: coolest part about DBZ, is hyperbolic (laughs) time chamber. And you know know what's really cool and underrated about DBZ? What? When Goku... I think it's when he's going to fight Raditz, right? Piccolo has been fighting Raditz or something. Or no.
2: Are you talking about uh, uh, the gravity thing, or...?
1: I don't remember when he does the timeline's
2: fucked, dude. I don't
1: remember. When, I, it has to what, be when he's fighting Raddus, because he shows up to fight Raddus, and he just takes off his weighted gi.
2: Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Shh.
1: Yeah. Ssh. Like, that's cool as shit. That's, that
2: was, yeah, that was Raddus, yeah.
1: that's. I went and bought ankle weights after that,
2: because I was like, <laughs> I'm going to be like Goku, and I'd never <laughs> wore them. Um, this is severely uncomfortable. Yeah, my shims are terrible. bruised.
1: I I feel like I'm doing more harm to myself than good. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so then another thing he did, um, he makes it so you fight xehanort is Kyrie, like instead of Kyrie getting captured she gets like booted into a dark portal and shows up at where xehanort is and then her and Zaynort fight
2: okay um but she loses or
1: well okay. like you
2: win the fight but she I loses skipped ahead, type but thing? i skipped
1: ahead but he didn't do anything the, my biggest problem with the game's story is how everybody dies and then you go and save them and then it like kind of goes back in time
2: Yeah, that's not... And he didn't do anything to
1: explain that. Yeah. And and he didn't say... You still go to... uh,
2: The Final World. The Final World.
1: He actually removed all Union Cross references from the game, (laughs) except for Cheerthy and the Final World. Okay. So you go to the Final World, and you save yourself, and you have to talk to Nominee. He made that, like, a a cutscene, you have to talk to the star, Nominee star. Okay. um, Because you could miss that before.
2: Right, yeah.
1: Uh, Anyway, so they come back... And because he removed Union Cross, there's no big Keyblade thing, right? Okay. So then what he did Wait, is, th- goes, is Linger
2: Will still pop up? And... Linger
1: Will still pops up.
2: Okay. And fights Terranor. And
1: fights Terranor. And he did a cool thing with that where he was like, when you go to sh- fight Terranor it shows him crushing Linger Will's helmet. Oh shit. At least to like give like some outcome to that. Right. Like, you don't know what the, they don't explain what the fuck happened. Anyway, yeah. back to this. So instead of like the big Keyblade thing, he did something where I was like, okay dude, like this is cool, but like you can't just, like, steal things from other, like, media And go, this is what they did And he goes, I think the scene would play kind of like this Because he basically was saying, like Yen Sid would show up and say Nominee contacted everybody to say that Sora was in trouble <laughs> And so he, ba- he took the scene from Endgame
2: <laughs> I, that's, How did I know that was what you were going to say? And he,
1: like, it was funny how he did it Because he put, like, names of characters on, like, different characters So, like, the Black Panther characters come through And it's Cloud, Yuffie, and <laughs> Tifa And then falcon comes flying in and it says leon on it and then yen sid's dr strange and it just showed all these characters showing up yeah and uh uh captain america sora and thor is riku and uh-huh. mickey's iron man or whatever <laughs> and so they like all, all these characters show up and i was like okay like but you can't just like steal that and yeah. like yeah
2: well i thought it and i got been- like
1: i got like a little like most watching it but it was because it was the avengers thing not because it was the kingdom Hearts yeah, thing. you know what yeah. i mean and i was like oh that's such a cool well, scene. i
2: would have thought would have been cool is if it was like they talk about oh like the lights clashing with the darkness or whatever right You're right i thought it would have been dope if it was like some type of like i don't mean to reference dbz again but like like they do the like the keyhole thing right the whew, 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 and but they all do it right and they right. all shoot a beam together kind of like how you know like riku and, and sora would right. do, right but like all of them do right. it i That'd thought that would, cool. that would be a, well, a good way to and what i didn't mention it too, it too is
1: there are all these characters up, and they're like it's like hercules and like characters from not just like oh the, disney as well disney as well too okay
2: that would've been cool, but right. like it's it's.
1: <laughs> and then they instead of just yet yeah, and Sid dropping the bomb on everybody, yeah. all these characters are fighting heartless, and then they escape to go fight the next battles. Okay. Um, he removed uh, uh, the spirit Riku from the game completely. That storyline. What? Le- like le- the Riku that's inside Riku. Oh, he okay. Just removed that.
2: The 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 two boys chilling on the right. beach. He
1: he removed that. Oh. He said it wasn't necessary. I, I don't know. He didn't like it, apparently. Um, what else? He didn't really do much. Oh, he changed how Roxas worked a little bit. Kyrie gets kicked into a portal, and then the, he added a part where it shows, like, Sora's heart going into Shion's before Shion, like.
2: Okay.
1: When, and he's like, it's
2: okay, Isn't which it? is,
1: like, one of my favorite parts of the game. Like, the way Haley Joel Osment delivers the, that line... Yeah. Like, it, it started getting me again. And I was like, I haven't watched this cutscene in a while! <laughs> and he's it like, it's okay! It's alright, She owned. And she's like... Hm. And I was just like... <laughs> and Roxas comes in, and he he did some explaining about how Vexen... They didn't use that... that Vexen made him a replica instead of using the Riku replica one. You get what I'm saying? Which I don't think they actually use that. I... I Anyway, that's that, not important. Um, and then he didn't really change much else other than... Oh, I for, I forgot a big part. So I, I jumped past it. So Kyrie fights Xehanort, and then that's when Sora, Riku, and Mickey show up. Mickey actually gets blown away by the blast, and Kyrie jumps into his spot. So it's Riku, Kyrie, and Sora fighting the Xehanorts.
2: Oh, okay. I like that. Which, that
1: would be cool. And then Sora... He needs one they beat you beat the xehanorts he still needs one more uh piece for the key the forge the keyblade, so he goes at Sora and then Kyrie kind of sacrifices herself okay, and that's how like Kyrie instead of just being sliced in the back <laughs> and turned into crystals, she sacrifices herself for sora okay, so then he didn't chain uh he added a part where you explore skull Kaam
2: okay, so it's a bigger area after you
1: fight the like um the clones okay. And then you like go and you're uh, anyway you fight you fight Xehanort, then after that after you explore Skaldheim and there's there's pure blood heartless all over or whatever uh. but you go to fight Xehanort. that plays exactly the same he did not change how Xehanort... Xehanort gives you the keyblade and goes well done and then he doesn't change
2: how he, he dies doesn't change that at all that'd be like the number one thing I would change. I know I knew
1: you'd be triggered I was watching it. I was like oh Jason's gonna be triggered that he didn't change
2: that <laughs> what uh, I guess after my 15 years of destroying Your people's lives I will go to heaven
1: <laughs> Right
2: I shall accept going to heaven
1: <laughs> I guess, not really how I wanted it to end but I wanted to cover fine.
2: all the world In another darkness yeah.
1: <laughs> I wanted to make the world safe For people who like darkness <laughs> Um. So he didn't change that He doesn't really change the ending much Other than after Sora Says he's going to go find Kyrie. They show Sora. Uh, he, okay, so he took another thing from another medium, snapped. which you haven't seen this because you haven't played Final Fantasy XV all the way through. No. But there's this scene where Noctis basically interacts with the ghost of Luna Freya. Okay. And it's like he wants to take her with him, but he can't. And so he puts. He, he adds his own text and he puts Sora on Luna Freya and Kyrie on Noctis. And like Kyrie. Kyrie or nox is like you're coming with me right and she's like no i can't so it's like sora saving Kyrie, right
2: okay okay do you
1: get what i'm saying yeah yeah it's a scene you haven't seen in 15 yet it's a no, pretty emotional yeah. scene so he he takes that and puts it in there and then it plays out the same way and then like at, it still shows sora disappearing and he's like i got the it's pro- like
2: soul for a soul type thing right okay
1: um the prologue is fine with, with Zigbar and Luju. He said he kept that. But then he got rid of the secret movie because he thinks it's better if we don't know that Sora's safe. Because at the end... Oh, I forgot the part. At the end of the damn uh, Destiny Islands scene where they all look and Sora disappears, Kyrie runs into their old cave and Riku's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm not okay. I'm gonna go save Sora. And then that's how it ends.
2: Oh, okay. So the
1: idea is like the next game would be your Kyrie going to save Sora hmm. kind of thing. So anyway... It was a well done video. He obviously didn't render this shit in Unreal Engine or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he that, that would be way too much. Why fun. would he not do that? Yeah, right, right. Um, I will say, to me, I really like the adding the party members of Aqua Inventus. I yeah. think that fixes the problem with pacing. Yeah. And he obviously made Kyrie Kyrie look a lot stronger. But other than that, the problems I have with KH3's plot he didn't fix. Yeah. Like uh like we talked about the Xehanort thing can fine stupidly. and stupidly. Um not explaining the time jump thing—that's like the biggest. I think that's the yeah. biggest. I, I also though, am sitting here going, I don't think Kingdom Hearts three's plot needs to be rewritten.
2: Yeah. Maybe I'm in the minority. I just, I just, I just don't like the ending. Yeah. Like, as in, like how Zaynor dies. How's yeah. The ending itself is. The fine. other thing is okay. I can forgive. You know what I mean? Like the whole time jumping and everything. It's Kingdom Hearts. Whatever. The shit's crazy.
1: I just want a little more explanation. I don't want it rewritten. Right. I just want more explanation. I just want
2: more info and also. I want to stab Xanor through the chest with the Keyblade.
1: Right. I, I was like, <laughs> as he was handing Sora the Keyblade in this video, I was like, oh, maybe Sora's going to take it and stab him. That would be awesome. <laughs> and then he just did it the same way.
2: Um, there, There's like, I, I've like, like on Instagram, I'll like look at a bunch of like Kingdom Hearts things and then I'll keep scrolling and then it will show me Kingdom Hearts only. There's people who like have like drawn that happening, but then when he does it, like, he becomes like Norded, like uh-huh. Sora's like Norded. So he's like got like tons of darkness and tons of light. So he's like almost like, uh, like he, he will extremely do something kind or extremely do something like fucked up. Right. Like, and people are like right now, I'm like, oh, that's cool. That would have been cool to see or something. Yeah. Like well,
1: that. I think I talked about this before, but the way to, it would have been so cool if they would have like, he hands Sora the Keyblade and, and everybody's like forgiving Xehanort, right? And Sora just fucking stabs him with it, right? Yeah. And then, like, they're like, Sora, what have you done? And he's like, I, I don't know. And instead of the Power Awakening being that he just vanishes, using the Power Awakening slowly turns your heart to darkness. Mm. And then Sora has to battle with that darkness and he killed Xehanort. Right. Which, are people really that mad at him? I don't know. But it, it'd be an interesting dynamic of. Is for the next game is Sora good or bad? Is Sora trending more towards darkness or light? You know what yeah. I mean. And I think that'd be cool to enter that question into Sora. It's like it's like turning Hulk Hogan heel, right? Yeah. Sora's always been the good guy. He's always been like pure-hearted, and it's like turning him. Maybe he's got he's got to now walk the path that Riku did, kind of. And and Riku has to try and help him. Like that would be interesting to me. Yeah, but that's not the way they went. And I'm not here to rewrite things. You know. So, hey, you know what? This might be the only time I say this. Skyward Wing, good video. Yeah. Good content. I thought you were done with Kingdom Hearts 3. (laughs) But good content.
2: So, uh... Oh, it was just... He just said Kingdom Hearts 3, not Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, I I, I
1: thought you were done with Kingdom Hearts. Sorry. Kingdom Hearts. I think that's what he said. Also, your name change is dumb. I don't get what it does for you. (laughs) Like, Skyward Wing was your name, right? None of that has anything to do with Kingdom Hearts. And then you remove the wing.
2: And put a sir
1: because you're not doing kingdom hearts and then you put a sir in front of it it's the same amount of syllables it didn't shorten it in any way it didn't and now you're and now youtube doesn't know where to send me when i type in sir skyward i was trying to be respectful of the name change s
2: -S w (laughs) yeah i don't know i like acronym skyward wing sww like, i would understand if SSW. like ssw
1: if his name was skyward hearts and he was like you know what i want to change that because i want people to think of me as just a kingdom Hearts youtuber yeah. that would have made sense but skyward wing i don't if i see sir skyward i'm like this guy really likes skyward sword
2: yeah that's what <laughs> and, i'm thinking right yeah. i don't know
1: anyway the, the, we're not here to critique people's youtube <laughs> channels that's not our job yeah,
2: we're, we're off topic for yes sure.
1: uh so uh Last episode, we talked about some different things, and we have a couple comments related to last episode. So I am going to find those right now. Uh, first of all, Mel from Secret Reports. What up, Mel? Uh, I said last episode, Mel from the Secret Reports is probably going to tell me I'm completely wrong in this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and she replied, "Lmao, I mean, I wasn't on planning on it. It's basically what you said, a hand wave away saying, yeah, 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 you have powers for that now, whatever. But sure, I'll find some passages. So... Kingdom Hearts 2, Yen Sid, because of your previous endeavors, the worlds have returned to their original states. I didn't really explain what we're talking about. We're talking about how yeah, uh, in Kingdom Hearts 1, they could go to the different worlds because the the barriers were broken. Yeah. And in Kingdom Hearts 2, they're kind of like, yeah, whatever, you can go to different worlds and same in 3. Yeah. So she's finding passages that explain that hand wave. Okay. In, K- in Kingdom Hearts 2, Yen Sid says, because of your previous endeavors, the worlds have returned to their original states. That means the pathways between them had disappeared. If what the king suspected proves true, the worlds have prepared new pathways along which you may travel. These pathways may be utilized by unlocking special gates. How these gates are opened, I'm afraid I do not know. Waving my hand here. However, the Keyblade will serve as your guide when a beam of light radiates from the Keyblade return to the gummy Ship. Through the worlds may, though the worlds may seem far apart and out of reach, they nonetheless remain connected by invisible ties. And then here's a quote from DDD and Sid. In the past, you could bridge these gaps because the walls were broken or because you could open special lanes with your keyblades. So Mel says, so yeah, in KH1, the only reason people could leave worlds is because Heartless were stealing hearts of worlds, which in turn would break the walls. And then in KH2, Sora could open lanes to the next world using an item from the world he was currently on. And then it seems to me in Kingdom March 3, Sora pointing his keyblade at the gummy ship to make a wormhole, Donald and Goofy called it a gate, appears the most similar to how Terra Aqua and Ven got around in BBS. And then in Kingdom Hearts 1, locking the world's heart would lock it completely. So Olympus's heart should be 100% safe now. But you still think they would continue exploring to save more worlds. You'd think after they woke up worlds in DDD, they would go to extra mile and lock its heart. So it wouldn't risk falling asleep again. But sure, okay, sure, Alameo. So that's what we were kind of talking about that last week, how that kind of okay. hand-waved it. They didn't exactly hand-wave it, but it was kind of just like, oh, by the way. There's a new way. You could open paths and blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, Okay. Sean Farmer, last we were talking about how a lot of Disney characters don't really know a lot about the overarching plot of Kingdom Hearts, like
2: except for King Triton. King Triton.
1: And I, I mentioned even Genie doesn't say shit. Genie did make a comment. Oh, keyhole, eh? I swear I could have heard about that somewhere before. Now where was it? It's only been two hundred years, so Genie did make a comment about a keyhole. Mm. But I feel like for a for a cosmic being, he'd have a little more knowledge than that. That's true. But I guess his character is, like, aloof. That's the point of well, it,
2: Well, right? yeah, and he gets trapped, too. Right.
1: And then um, Sean Farmer says, Also to add what's already mentioned by the Secret Reports channel, Ansem's Heartless was using and controlling the Heartless in Kingdom Hearts 1 to find the world's hearts. It was etched into his heart by old man Xehanort on top of his own curiosity as apprentice Xehanort. So when Sora defeated Ansem the heart Ansem, then the Heartless had no master to guide them. They instinctively seek out any hearts, so... Sorry, I'm terrible at reading today. They instinctively seek out any hearts they can, so he used that to it for his goals. Why they aren't going after the hearts of worlds anymore is anyone's guess. In BBS Volume 2 slash Point 2 of Fragmentary Passage, we caught a glimpse of what happens when they are seized. Also, the end of the world, which has pieces of seized worlds, is called The Dark World of the Heartless by Ursula in Kingdom Hearts 1, though it's assumed that world is no longer. I'd love for Nomir to elaborate on the Disney character's knowledge of the lore, the gummy ship and the key timeline, why there are two legends of the Keyblade, maybe a two-world line thing going on. So that's kind of what we were saying, too. It's like, hey, does this make any sense? Like, Yeah. And it sounds like that it's not fully explained and it might not ever be. Yeah. Right. But I I would like we said last week and like Sean Farmer said, no, I would love for more lore from the Disney characters instead of like what we got in like Arendelle, where it was like, we're just tagging along for the plot of the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like literally anytime Larkin talked to you, like it seemed like the world was frozen and nothing was going on. That wasn't a pun. Like like they were literally frozen, <laughs> and, yeah. and nothing happened. Like Elsa couldn't interact with Larksine. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just yeah. Like, it's so weird. And finally, we talked about um why Namine has blonde hair last week. Oh, we did remember that. Wildcat Diana adds there is a theory that Namine is what Ava looks like.
2: Hmm. Okay, that's interesting, right? Uh, is there more to that, or is that all? There's... That's
1: that's all Wildcat Diana okay. said. Okay, but like. I, I guess theory. there's probably more to the theory. She didn't expound on it, but why would that make sense? Because basically, what we've been told about Nominee would have to be a lie, right? Because we were told Nominee was born when Sora stabbed himself. To become a heartless, to release Kyrie's heart,
2: but she's a princess of heart, so she can't make her own. Right, but he, she's made from like the memories.
1: But I, I thought it had something to do with the fact that Sora had, um, Ventus's heart in there
2: too. I don't think it has anything to do with Ventus. Well,
1: wouldn't that wouldn't that explain why she's blonde?
2: I mean, I guess I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I I think the original theory was that she's blonde because she was a mix of ventus and kairi
2: Hmm. because
1: those were the other two hearts in sora's heart
2: i don't think that's right (laughs) yeah i don't know there's something else i don't i can't think right now (laughs) okay fair enough fair enough
1: all right uh so jason we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back i'm gonna talk about some manga okay uh we're gonna go over the question of the week Which was the same question as last week, but we got just as many responses this week as we had last week. Wow. Isn't that insane? We've doubled. We've doubled on the question of the week. Uh, And then we're going to do the answer, rapport, rapport.
2: Rapport, rapport. With Blue Kingdom.
1: Shout out to Blue Kingdom. Blue Kingdom ASMR. Blue Kingdom ASMR. And maybe some more. So, yeah, we'll be right back. Mm -hmm. This is a reminder that we are currently boycotting Audible for their lack of Kingdom Hearts content. So there'll be no Audible ad today.
2: But if you wanted to, there's a free trial for no! Ansom Report. Jason! Or Audibletrial.com/slash Report.
1: It's not an ad, we're boycotting. Don't you know what a boycott means?
2: You could get a free audiobook as well as a free month subscription.
1: 30 days. It's not. It's 30 days. If there's 31 days in a month, it's not a full month.
2: 30-day <laughs> subscription. For free. As well as one book for free. But they
1: don't have Kingdom Hearts stuff, so boycott it.
2: But you can hear the voices of your favorite characters read books. Some sexual.
1: Welcome back to the Answer Report. Co- yeah. ah. Welcome back to the Answer Report podcast. This is episode number thirty-two of the Answer Report, and uh, we have we actually have um, some breaking news right now, Jason. Breaking. It is breaking news. Uh, I just got a text from the Master of Masters. What?
2: Because I said to him, he said, "Bring the box."
1: I said, "Addison, people in the Discord want to know what happened to you." He said, "LOL." I disappeared like the master of masters to return again one day, maybe. (laughs) So there's your breaking news, everybody, for people that have been asking.
2: (laughs) That was smart-hitting news.
1: Breaking news.
2: Thank you, you, News News Anchor. Now back to the Answer Now back to the
1: Answer Report podcast. Let's talk about some manga. So if you didn't know, I've been reading through uh, volume one of Kingdom Hearts Final Mix manga. I got to chapter 20, episode 20. Um
2: you were previously at 9. It,
1: it wasn't It was Wonderland, so there wasn't a whole lot going on. Um I did learn that um the Cheshire Cat was originally invited into the League of Evil by Maleficent and the Cheshire Cat declined. <laughs> No, There's a line from Jafar that says, we should have taken out that cat the moment he declined our invitation.
2: No. Because the
1: Cheshire Cat helped you. I swear to God. You're lying. No, I'm not lying. You're lying. I'm not. It's in there. You're lying. The Cheshire Cat was apparently invited into their league, not the Queen of Hearts, but the Cheshire Cat. What? Couldn't you just picture, you know, that cut scene in Kingdom Hearts 1 when they're standing around, like, watching, like, Sora? And then you just see his eyes and his mouth show up. Glowing. Glowing. And then he's like, I'm going to say a riddle about something. Um, he actually teaches Sora how to use Blizzard. Yeah. No, I mean like in the middle of the fight with the Heartless boss. Oh. The juggler guy.
2: But you need Thunder.
1: He, he teaches him how to use Blizzard. Mm. Um,
2: Thunder's OP on him. Otherwise, If, you, if wonder- you do another playthrough of KH1, use Thunder on it. It will make your life so good.
1: Otherwise, the thank you for the hot tip, Jason. Otherwise, the uh, Wonderland kind of goes how you expect it. Alice disappears. Um,
2: you, you Does get, she end up inside a house, giantly, like in K? No, Union Cross.
1: No, it's 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 the KH one plot. Okay. You drink the goop from the man and he makes you small, and then you lock his small keyhole. but mighty. Uh, then we go back to Traverse Town, where we. Uh, Meet Aerith for the first time, and she Ooh. offers us iced tea. Uh, iced tea. Yeah, Squall wow. is uh, training sh- uh, jacketless in the little like path that he's in. You know, he doesn't have a jacket on. He's just got a shirt. He's smoldering a little bit.
0: He's looking good.
1: That's hot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, w- it was pretty. I was. I, I lingered on that panel for a while. Let me Whew. just say that uh, Sid installs your gummy. Your gummy. They get a gummy navigation gummy, and Sid installs it for him. Okay. Um and that you meet Merlin and he tells you about the Winnie the Pooh book, so it's all pretty much Kingdom Hearts one. Pretty standard. Standard. Uh, there's a there's a bonus chapter that was in there huh. that showed um, Riku and Sora as young children going going into their secret spot for the first time, mm. right? And it, it in this panel or in this chapter, Riku's kind of remembering it while he's sitting there at Hollow Bastion for the first time on like the spinning the spinning ice thing, you know that you start on.
2: Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: He's sitting there, and he's remembering it, and he goes, maybe I should have shared a Papu fruit, is the thing he says after, like, it's just them, like, going, this is our new secret spot, and they're like, I'm going to open this door, da-da-da, you know, like that. Yeah. Classic thing, and he goes, maybe I should have shared a Papu fruit. In Traverse Town, the whole Riku thing happens where he shows up and gets jealous of Sora's new friends, and Maleficent kind of gives him the whole. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't like you. He just likes his new friends, and Donald didn't want to let you on the ship because he's a racist. Yeah. So that happens. Other than that, there's not really a whole lot that happens that's different from Kingdom Hearts One. And that's mm. kind of what my goal was here to find different things. Yeah. Um the Cheshire Cat thing was pretty wild. Um we ju- I just got into Aladdin when the next chapter was started. Oh, that's that's right. Aladdin started and Maleficent's there, and you know how at the beginning she's talking to Jafar and she warns him not to like fall too far in the darkness, right? Yeah. She before that she asked him, Are all the citizens captured? And he's like, Yeah. So they're trying to explain why, why no Agrabah is empty. And it's because Jafar captured all the citizens of Agraba.
2: Every single one. Every single one. Wow.
1: Oh, Except that's right. And the there's shopkeeper. one more thing I forgot. I keep forgetting things. Aladdin is explaining to the three boys Jasmine and how he's she's so pretty and he wants to save her, but she'll never go for a guy like me. Da, da, da. Yeah. And Donald goes, but you're so handsome. <laughs> And Aladdin goes, oh, stop. You're making me blush or whatever. But Donald's like, you're so handsome, though. And I was just like, whoa, Donald and Aladdin. That is not a couple I expected to start.
2: That's hot. You know, it, it was pretty hot. Again, there's been a lot of really hot stuff. I mean, I might need to get Dude, this book for research purposes. You can borrow my book
1: for research purposes. Just make sure you don't it might get be it moist. You don't get it moist or sticky. <laughs> um, I'd appreciate that. So, yeah, that's it for, for manga this week. Next week, I'll read more. Jason, I believe uh, it's time for your Union Cross five minutes. I think Jason just blue screened. So Jason has not played any Union Cross five minutes. Union Cross since the last time, (laughs) which has been two episodes.
2: Yeah, every single time we've done Union Cross, it's because I've only played for five minutes. I've in total played for so like two what hours. We're, what
1: we're going to do is we're going to suspend the Union Cross five minutes for now. Yeah. Until Jason decides to pick it back up again. Or if you guys yell at him enough about it.
2: Truth be told, I find no joy from the game.
1: He finds no joy from it. No joy. However, if you guys find joy in his lack of joy, we will still make him play it. <laughs> so if, Maybe. A, if enough of you tell him that he needs to play it, then he'll play it. But until then... uh,
2: Should I say why, I guess?
1: Why you find no joy? Yeah. Yeah, if you want to.
2: I find no joy in life. No. Uh, uh, Not true. Not true. Uh, I just... feels like there's no meaningful progression, really, that's not directly tied to, give me $15 a week, bitch. You know? Like maybe if I had played the game from like the beginning when there was like, cause I have all these medals that have to do with evolution and
1: so what if okay
2: leveling up their stuff? Here's a question. I can't use any of it.
1: What if I grinded through union cross for you? What? <laughs> like the story. Cause that's basically, you're basically just behind because you're so behind on the story,
2: right? Well that, and then there's just like a lot of side stuff. Like, there's, like... So, you have the different... You have the the main story, standard, and proud mode. So, not only is there, like, 700 levels, but there's actually twice as many because there's proud mode versions, right? Then, you have the special events, which are, like... Oh, on Monday, it's the red medals. Like, so, the it's the strength medal and those evolution medals for the strength ones. Right. Then the next day is the blue. Then the next day is the green, right? Uh Oh, the money one, right? So there's, like, the daily stuff. Then there's, like, the special event things, like, oh, do this dungeon and get, like, this medal or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? But it's, like, very specific to, like, oh, this is only for this week and then it goes away forever until there's, like maybe something similar to it, right? So you have like those three things. Then there's like the Coliseum stuff. And then there's the union cross stuff. So it sounds like there's a lot to do. I don't know why you're so like, there's a lot to do, but it's like the amount of progress, like the amount of grinding there is to like the amount. So, okay. Okay. Like, for example, in, uh, 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 What's the game that you play? <laughs> Opera Omnia. When you use that character, it levels up. To a certain point, yeah. Yeah. So when you get a new character or, like, a new metal, it levels up, right? Well, you can infuse it with metals and everything, but that's another thing that's just directly tied into grinding for those metals that level up. Right, but it's all it's all grinding in Dissidia, too. It's not right, right, but, like, the the progression isn't, like... Because it it because they want people to get to where like the end game stuff is so fast, it's like I'm going from like doing like no damage to like it 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 seems really like I'm probably just missing something, but it's like I'm either doing one damage for every single time I hit, like a move might hit nine times and it'll go one 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 nine times, right? Or it does like. 17 million every single hit. And it's like, there's not really like like a rhyme or reason to it. It's like the progression is kind of just like, okay, you do this, this, like one mission of the special stuff. You do like, you beat like one or two people in Coliseum. The daily stuff actually doesn't matter. Like the amount of grinding from the day, like it doesn't really give you anything. You get like maybe one level on one of your medals or something right like the high leveled medals
1: yeah no I, I i you don't need to explain it all right. to me i get it, it. just it that, just it. is
2: like the amount of grinding to get like you don't like the game a little tiny bit of progression that i can't even really tell because the numbers are so fucking big it's like oh i leveled up this medal and now it does a thousand more damage well, it does 17 million. <laughs> the 1,000 right. damage now, doesn't do anything. Okay, so my
1: point is, now that you know how much he hates it, if you guys really want him to play it, just say so, and we'll make him play it. Yeah, maybe. No, nah, he'll, he'll play it. Maybe. He'll, if enough of you say it, he'll play it, maybe. and he'll do it. He'll no do promises. It. Anyway, moving on. That has been the
2: Union Cross I five minutes. I felt my
1: eyes glaze over real hard that time for the Union Cross five minutes. That was, <laughs> whew, that was, that was, oh, all right. So, question of the week, Jason let's 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 get this going again let's, let's get, hell yeah let's get this party started here we have a lot of answers for the question of the week the question of the week of course and the question of the of last two weeks was what's your favorite kingdom hearts memory um this is also tied to a giveaway if you didn't know and if you comment on episode 30 your greatest kingdom hearts memory before september 1st which is coming up quick you will be entered to win kingdom hearts 3 ps4 a sealed copy of it brand new copy And 13 inches of Dream Rod 3D printed by Blue Kingdom Productions. Blue Kingdom Customs, not Productions. Blue Kingdom Customs. I said the name wrong. So shout out to Blue Kingdom for that. Um, Let's read some of these answers, Jason. Playlist Master123 says, Nice. I would have to say my very favorite KH memory was the first time I beat Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts 2. I remember when I was nine thinking he was straight up impossible to beat. Right. I thought he was a, I thought he was only for the professionals and not for kids like me. One day I watched my brother grind all day on a Saturday. He finally beat him after hours of trial and error and watching YouTube guides. Ooh. After that day I set up to beat him myself. I put the game on proud and didn't stop till I beat him. It took me a month of grinding to get to level ninety nine and get the ultimate weapon, but once I got those I knew I was ready. Using the techniques my brother used, I defeated him. I remember being so happy I screamed. I think that experience is what really got me into gaming. I haven't dropped gaming or Kingdom Hearts since. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. And please make a tier list part two. Cry face emoji.
2: A tier, a tier list part two?
1: Yeah, we talked about doing a tier list. Remember, our tier list was kind of scuffed. Yeah. And you said you would
2: do it in Photoshop. Wait, I don't remember that. <laughs>
1: yeah, you said it because the, the tier list website didn't have like the right characters.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah, said, yeah, oh, I'll just
1: doing Photoshop. That's literally what you said, and I was like, "Really?" And you were like, "Yeah." Oh, I think you were just talking shit. Anyway, if uh, we we will do, we'll save the tier list too for a rainy day when there's really nothing to talk about, because <laughs> that's when those episodes are the best.
2: Yes, yes.
1: Uh, our next comment. Well, thank you, Playlist Master One Two Three. Our next uh, question of the week answer is from someone you may think is familiar, Akuro. Akuro. My favorite cage memory is when me and my dad first beat Kingdom Hearts 1. I was was going to
2: be really sad if you were like, is when my favorite podcast started playing Union Cross, and I got to help them. (laughs) I would have been like, oh, God, I made a mistake. Really, it was just
1: my dad who beat it because seven-year-old me was awful at games. I still remember the day we beat it. It was St. Patrick's Day 2003. Wow. It took three months to beat the game, and I had my four-leaf clover shirt on. I remember the ending making me cry so much because I was so sad Sora and Kyrie had to be separated, and I kept yelling for Sora to jump to her. Exactly. The next day at school, I told everyone that I was Sora, and I pointed at this pretty girl in my class and told her she was Kyrie and that I was going to save her. No one had any idea what I was talking about, though, lol. By the way, hi, guys. <laughs> so the I, I, I really enjoyed the fact that he was telling everybody he was Sora and the pretty girl was Kairi, because, you know, I feel like that's a good way to feel about that, you know? It is. Thank you, Akira, for answering the question. Uh, This next one comes from Damian Kanazushi. I think I'm saying that right. Hey, guys. Been listening since the first episode, and I love your podcast. Thank
2: you. An OG.
1: My favorite memory from Kingdom Hearts is that feeling you get in KH1 when Sora sets out on a journey to find his friends. That feeling of loss and the search for people you love has always motivated me to keep playing. Then once KH2 came out, I was obsessed with the story. Years then passed as we waited for KH3. I thought I outgrew my love for the series, but I decided to buy KH3 anyway, and it reignited my love for KH. Thanks again for a great show to listen to while I'm at work. Keep it up, and may your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm thumbs up and loving these posts as we do this. That's how I kept track of which ones we read and which
2: mm, ones we have. Okay, big brain, big brain, big brain, big this brain. This next
1: one comes from Bailey Dean. My favorite cage memory is when Riku takes the Keyblade from Sora and Hollow Bastion. It was insane scene it happen. I want to know what happened next so bad. Also, Goofy's huge dong. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's nice to meet another man of culture.
2: <laughs> My favorite cage memory is when Goofy fucking dies. <laughs> My
1: favorite cage memory is Goofy's huge dong. Uh, th- th- thank you, Bailey. Ricky Belt says... Favorite memory was deleting my 100% KH2 save <gasps> to start completely over. Oh,
2: my God. You don't delete it. You make another one. There's 99. What the fuck? <laughs> Thank you,
1: Ricky, for triggering Jason. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Quick says, my favorite Kingdom Hearts memory is hard to choose, but it's probably the first time I ever fought Ansem at the end of KH1. I got the game the year it came out, and I was like seven, and it sucked at games, so it took me long to get there. And when I finally did it, I was actually at a birthday party. I was having all my friends, so we all just sat there in awe and watched the end of KH1 play out. It's something I'll never forget. Damn. I, my memory is pretty similar.
2: Damn.
1: Uh, this next one from Rybidium. I think I'm saying that right. My favorite Kingdom Hearts memory of all time this has to be when I was the ripe age of eight. I was at a cousin's wow. house, and he was playing KH2 on his PS2. I sat there in awe at this amazing game, and he said I could borrow it if I wanted. <gasps> I said yes and took it home that night and played for hours until I got to the Twilight Thorn as Roxas, LOL. I got my cousin to come over and beat him for me so I could continue, and looking back at that, I felt nostalgia and been inspired to pull my musical talents into video game composing. Wow. I think he meant put. Yoko Shimomura writes such amazing pieces, and I hope to be recognized as her someday. That is awesome. That's dope. We were also big fans of Yoko Shimomura and music in general, so good luck in your music. Hopefully you uh, achieve all the goals that you want to achieve. Yes. And feel free to share some of your music with us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 uh, the yeah. This yeah, next one's yeah. from George
1: Toxel. Troxel. Sorry, I forgot an R
2: there. George Troxel. Troxel. Favorite memory. Finally beating cage. That K- sounds like a dope-ass Pokemon.
1: Troxel. Go, Troxel! Oh, my God. Troxel, Troxel. Wait, no way to make fun of his name. No, way! I said <laughs> it's dope-ass. <laughs> favorite memory. Finally beating cage 2 10 years after my first time playing. Least favorite memory. The game crashed in the middle of the end credits. Hmm.
2: That feels feels bad, bad, man. Feels bad. Feels bad. Well, dude, because the end credits, then it goes to that screen with all your stats. Right, and so he didn't get to see the stats. Right, he had to
1: rebeat the. You were
2: saved by Mickey five hundred (laughs) thirty six times.
1: You used Pearl two million times. (laughs) This next one's from Cali. Hey guys, been listening since the beginning. Going through a rough patch in life and playing Cage Two over again has really given me a break from the drama and a way to unwind. Probably my favorite memory is revisiting the graphics and areas with a fresh perspective. KH2 was the first game I played in the series and has a special place in my heart. Us two. Best KH game.
2: <gasps> Some people are triggered. Not a, Others know. Only real ones know.
1: <laughs> I, I I'm not gonna argue with that. <laughs> Only real ones. I just don't know. like I just don't like the people that say KH three is invalid because KH is better. That's what bothers
2: yeah, me. Yeah, no, yeah, that's 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 weird.
1: Like, stop playing KH three like KH two, play it like K H three. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Bloody biscuit. Uh, <laughs> I, why did I do it? Why do you like gold number <laughs> I don't know. That's a Bloody so. <laughs> Casey and the Sunshine Band. Uh, <laughs> the secret reports chimes in and says, "In all honesty, I'm not saying this to end of the giveaway because I think someone else could really use a copy of Kage Three PS4, but I have two favorite memories." One, when KH3 was announced, while I didn't have any in-real-life friends who love KH, I had tons of online friends, so we basically had the equivalent of a huge party on the internet. I remember all the memes and all the hype, and of course, watching reaction videos back-to-back for the next few days. And two, when I was a preteen, I got my own bedroom for the first time, and it and it had a really good view of the stars. So every night, I would listen to KH's End of the World on repeat while stargazing Ooh, from my bed.
2: I like that.
1: It was so enchanting and magical, it often fucked up my sleep schedule for school, but it was totally worth it.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say worth.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say worth, too. Thank you for sharing, Mel. Awesome. Uh, Will Adams says, My favorite memory I have with Kingdom Hearts is my first, my first ever KHO. Oh, orchestra. Kingdom Hearts Orchestra. Let me, let me start this over. My favorite memory I have of Kingdom Hearts is my first ever Kingdom Hearts Orchestra. I had a blast. The music was amazing, and the encore they gave us was a small sniff of a Toy Box World. This was last year before KH3. Right. It felt awesome and good to be around other KH fans and talk about moments and memories you had with the game. I met some amazing people and still talk to them to this day. I went alone, so I was very shy, and then someone asked me who my favorite Kingdom Hearts character is and I told them it's between the homies and this or baby girl arc scene and they start talking until it's time to begin. Disgusting! <laughs> I like that he says it's between the homies and this, or baby girl. This is the home. There's a little flavor on that that I like. <laughs> Just being around other cage fans is great. Cause you ain't alone in this world until this day was the best day ever. Besides cage three coming out. I went again this year, but last year was better in my opinion. That's awesome.
2: There's, there's like, yeah, there, like, there's something to say about like, orchestras or like concerts and stuff like that when it's like your first time. Oh yeah. That, that there. And, and also having the whole, is there going to be KH3 stuff in it? Yeah, that's true. That, that just adds to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's the same
1: orchestra. I mean, not in the same city probably, but right. that's the same orchestra Addison and I went to. And right. The Toy Story part was pretty dope. Cause it was like, you yeah. got it, friend. <laughs> you know, but, but with instruments. So thank you. Thank you for that, Will Adams. Uh, I think our last one today. Also, no, it's I'm not, disgusted. Not Will our last Adams. one, sorry.
2: Disgusted.
1: Uh, Dougie Fresh, who I'm assuming is the same Dougie Fresh that left a review. Du, 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 du. So double shout Dougie out to Fresh. Well, Deputy. Deputy Dougie Fresh. It says, first time commenter, long time listener. My favorite Kingdom Hearts moment has to be during my replay of, through KH1. My seven-year-old mm. daughter watched me play throughout the weeks. As I progressed, she became more interested in the story and the That's characters wholesome. in the game.
2: That's wholesome.
1: She loves a good love story and cheered as Sora progressed closer to reuniting with Kairi. I loved so much that my baby girl was taking interest in the game I enjoyed playing. When the two finally reunite in Hollow Bastion, she couldn't have been happier. I continued through the story and ran into some difficulty fighting Ansem in the final boss rush. My daughter continued to cheer me on and kept me motivated. She was so happy when I dealt the final blow and finished the game. as we watched the final cutscenes together I could see a panicked look on her face the space between Sora and Kari began to grow and once again they became separated from each other my daughter's heart broke because Sora worked so hard to find the girl he loved and she began to cry she couldn't believe after all this hard work they were apart from one another again I held my daughter in my arms comforted her and assured her they would be together again because friendship Seeing my daughter so into Kingdom Hearts made me so happy and will forever be my favorite memory of the game. That's super wholesome and amazing. Everybody
2: else's memory sucked.
1: <laughs> Doug Dougie Fresh has objectively the, the best freshest memory. The oh, just thank kidding. You. I love everybody's memories. Thank you, Dougie Fresh, uh, for for all of that, because you are awesome. Triumphs says not to be really cliche with my memory, but I honestly got to say my favorite Kingdom Hearts related memory is finding your podcast. Hell yeah.
2: Dang, especially the cage union Crossfire.
1: No, hold Feels on, hold bad. on, here we go.
2: Feels bad. man. I'm
1: still relatively new to Kingdom Hearts as a whole. Just beat every single game for the first time within the last three or four months working on cage three critical right now. And I just can't get enough of it. Hearing you guys going deaf about everything and anything KH related is awesome because I'm really curious about the overall lore of the series and how it all connects. And you guys do it in such a fantastic and funny way. Listen to every episode and I can't wait for more. As far as in game memory, it has to be the moment when Axel appears out of nowhere in DDD to save Sora from becoming That Lorded. part
2: was bad. Axel
1: is my favorite character series by far, so this was such a dope A moment. man
2: of culture. Dude. That is a really
1: sick moment
2: when yeah. Axel's just
1: like boom. He's like, It's not Axel, it's Lee.
2: Yeah, exactly. Got it memorized. <laughs> and then the next time it's not Lee, it's Axel. Yeah, I baby. changed my mind
1: again. Uh thank you, Triumphs, for that. That and and that's I mean, I am humbled that one of your favorite Kingdom Hearts memories is finding our podcast. Yes. That just that blows my mind. Our goofy um,
2: ass podcast.
1: Um <laughs> Goofy's huge dong.
2: <laughs> that might be
1: the best memory still. Sorry, sorry everybody else. Uh X-ons, or Sean's with an X in it. Favorite memory would be playing with friends over summer breaks. Not original at all. Hey, that's as good a memory as any, besides dogs and the guy who said who's your dog. Uh, (laughs) No, that's a a good memory. Like, that's... Yeah. There's something magical about summer breaks. And then when you're an adult and you don't have them anymore... Oh, yeah. It's, like, terrible. (laughs) Right. I want a summer break. It's
2: definitely not the same. Well, also, like... Yeah, I remember one of my, like, favorite moments is, like, getting, uh, like, me and my friend were playing, but, like, we'd be, like, talking on, like, Discord, and we're both playing on, like, critical mode or whatever, and, like, we're both just, like, raging, but just still, like, having a super fun time, and, like, one of us would get ahead of the other, and then we'd have to, like, catch up and everything like that, so. Yeah,
1: dude, there's something, there's something about summer breaks that I miss dearly, and it ain't the heat, because I still get that. And it ain't the sun. It's just not having responsibility you for know? like
2: three fucking months. Right.
1: It's just like <laughs> I wish adults got summer. Or give me a month break. Right. Like literally just you know what? No businesses are open in August. If you don't Damn. have if you, you don't have what you need, you're fucked. <laughs> but everybody
2: could just chill. It could be industry based.
1: Oh, so you could do, like, okay, fast food restaurants are closed this month. Yeah. Or restaurants are closed this month. Right. Uh,
2: no marketing. fast food in December.
1: But see, like, I, we work in a business where they'd be like, oh, we got to be open when the months happen because we got to make sure we make the money."
2: Right, right. Yeah, that's true. I'll just win the lottery. Yeah.
1: Sir Bamelot says. What up, Sir so my favorite. Don't ever memory- change
2: your name to Bamelott Wing. That would not yeah, make Yeah, don't sense. change your name
1: to Pamela Wing because <laughs> that would not make sense. Uh, so, my favorite memory would be the first time I was introduced to the game. Admittedly, I arrived later, and when I met Blue Kingdom seven years ago, it was him who introduced it to me.
2: Oh, damn. I remember
1: him showing me the game by playing the first one, and I could see how much he loved it. Since then, I've gradually become as passionate about Cage as he is, and he's the reason why I'm here now.
2: Wow. Awesome. Wow.
1: And then uh, this last one is from Nominate is Best Girl parentheses button moonette i don't know what that means but that's wait
2: wait what Nominee is best girl can i see it yeah i don't know
1: we'll just say nominee is best girl is the name because i don't think anybody else is claiming that yikes (laughs) uh uh just kidding i know hallelujah thinks nominee is best girl too she's wrong she's gonna be triggered yeah she's she's but also wrong also wrong Uh, on top of my head and because i have really bad memory my favorite memory would be (laughs) sorry i completely butchered that I'm really bad at reading today. It's cause You said
2: on the top, but I knew you meant off the
1: it, top. It's because life. I'm boycotting Audible, so I'm not getting <laughs> things read to me, and so it affects my reading.
2: You forget how to
1: say I words. I forget how to say words. On top of my head, it's on the top of my head, and because I have really bad memory, my favorite memory would be sometimes faking being sick when I was like 10 or 12 so I could play some KH1 and KH2 on my old PS2. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. Hell, yeah. I mean, I don't. The Ansem Report podcast does not condone calling in sick to anything to play Kingdom Hearts, but Ansem Secret of Darkness himself <laughs> does, and so we don't condone it. Wink, but Ansem Secret of Darkness condones that. He exactly. told me. He said, "He said, uh, uh, do the thing."
2: Wow, <laughs> that's, that's what he said. Yeah, he hasn't listen to audible in a while yeah
1: he, he hasn't either he, he said uh, call in sick do the thing <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's it for the question of the week so jason i gotta tell you although we're in the midst of this giveaway i miss having a question of the week a new one mm. Mm. even though our discord has been as bopping as poppin'. as it's ever been I can't even keep up. You guys are like posting yeah, I like can't 2 million <laughs> comments while I'm at work. And then I come home and it's like an hour. Or well, th-
2: like I'll like want to say something, but I realize that it was like a day ago, like Dude, about a certain about, a certain, about a certain You can say whatever I'll be like, you want. I'll be like, damn, that was a whole day ago.
1: I mean, but they, there's <sighs> this giant conversation about darklings going on right now, about what exactly a darkling is. Yeah. Uh, which I was like, we could talk about that, but we already had so much to talk about. I was like, we'll, we'll, we'll save that. Um, people want us to talk about old theories. Like, like old, like from K H one to K H two, like Ooh, what the theories okay. are. So we're I'm gonna do some research on that next week we're gonna hit up some of that. Uh okay. we didn't have time for it this week, but next week we will. Um In episode thirty three. And as an old man, I have some theories for you. Right. As a man who was uh, you know, in his teens in the two thousands. In his prime you know, when Kingdom Hearts was becoming a thing, I was I was I was all you were there, of you theorizing. were front row. Well, yeah, I was front row center, baby. Right front row center when we were talking about whether uh axel was riku's nobody or you know all kinds of stuff um and then anyway my point of this was question of the week related to what we were talking about earlier with skyward wing sir skyward if if you're nasty uh (laughs) what what is one part of a kingdom hearts plot? doesn't have to be three doesn't have to be it can be any kingdom hearts game would you rewrite? I want to know and what you would rewrite it as. Right, right. So I want to know, Hey, you know what? I, I, I didn't like, uh, the way Kyrie was written in cage three, just for an example. Cause it seems like that's where skyward ring was coming from.
2: We don't want to take anyone's ideas either too. What do you mean? Sometimes I take the best idea before it's even the next episode. Right.
1: We're not going to say anything right now, but th- that's why I use that generic idea that he did. So, that's what the question of the week is. No, there's no giveaway tied to this one. You can just put it in the Discord or on YouTube or wherever you want to put it. No rules. You can still enter the other contest, though. I want to make no that very clear. No holds barred. You can still enter the other contest by putting what your favorite memory is on episode 30.
2: Episode 30.
1: But, um, yeah, I
2: want to hear what you guys
1: think. What What's a part of Kingdom Hearts you want to rewrite?
2: When this uploads, there'll be two days left, right? Because Sunday is... the 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 first jesus
1: yeah so you have this is uploading on a friday you have saturday sunday you have
0: 48 hours you have 48 hours to get your shit in
1: it's probably more like 50 some because
2: we're not gonna do it at midnight either well we're not gonna (laughs) do
1: it at like noon anyway it doesn't matter just just get it in between before (laughs) sunday's over okay just get in before sunday's over and uh yeah answer the question of the week um One thing I forgot in my run of show that I wrote down that I want to talk about real quick is our boy Quentin Flynn.
2: The best voice actor of all time. The
1: best voice actor of all time. We recently were playing Mass Effect 2, and he's like the GameStop worker that talks to you.
2: And then right next to it, he's like— I
1: heard it, and I was like, is that Quentin Flynn? And Jason's like, what are you doing? And I looked it up. I was like, that's Quentin Flynn. He's like,
2: no, it's not. And
1: it sure as hell is. It
2: sure is. He's like,
1: oh, those Quarry and Hanar porns really fucked up or whatever. He He says some stuff like that. But anyway, he tweeted recently. He was actually really active on Twitter recently. And he uh, said a thing.
2: Please tell me you didn't say anything bad. No, 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 no. <laughs> that break people, my heart. People
1: were asking him questions. He was just like, hey, I'll, I'll take some questions, you know, whatever. And uh, someone said to him, what's your favorite Axel scene? Oh, and he replied with, the one that hasn't happened so far, <sighs> dot, dot, dot. Oh, so then, of shit. course, people freaked, right? Because like, oh, my God, he's already courted for Remind. He's in reminds. And I know Quentin Flynn. We're pers- we met personally. We're on a personal <laughs> level.
2: <laughs> we, 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 Me we, and Quentin, we're boys. And
1: Quentin likes to stir up trouble <laughs> a little bit. He likes- so when I first said it, I said, he's just saying that to say, like, he's excited to play Axel in the future. That's yeah. what he means. So sure enough, here is a number of tweets, a statement, if you will, from Quentin Flynn on Twitter. The one that hasn't happened so far is a true statement in answer to the question that was posed to me. Take it at face value. Nothing more, nothing less. I'm optimistic, as I wrote. I just can't see Axel Slash Lee not returning to the world in some capacity. I'm reminded of the continuing Star Wars series. I don't know how, when, or where, but I believe the fans would like more, don't you think? And the creators must know how popular this character is and the franchise to just leave it at that. I could be wrong, but I personally have a lot more Axl slash Lee in me, and think there could be an extraordinary future for him that has not been fully realized. These are just my own personal thoughts and wishes. That is all. Got it memorized, Quentin Flynn.
2: Oh, so
1: shit. basically, he was people freaked and were like, "Oh my God, he's recorded for Remind already." He was like, "Well, hold on here. I'm yeah. just saying, I love playing Axel, and I hope it continues to go that way." Because I confirmed if if Remind's coming out in like December or January has been rumored. It's a little early, I think, for Quentin Flynn to be on The Voice. Maybe if he is if he is needed for it, I think it's a little early for him yeah. to even know. Maybe not. I don't know how game development works. I I don't make games.
2: We are ignorant.
1: I'm ignorant. But there was uh, the,
2: also we just we, consume.
1: There was like a leak that came out. A leak. I'm putting that in quotes. We're not going to talk about that because it was literally just screenshots from Kingdom Hearts Three that people took and they put like fucking like uh, Japanese characters in front of it like it with screenshots from a trailer. It's literally from the game, guys.
2: Like, <laughs> and
1: it was like a baited. picture of Roxas with like Vanitas in front of him. And then it was a picture of and it was just it was taken using the photo mode in the game. <laughs> like they they were all taken using the photo mode. Like so it's just like okay, whatever. That would that was fake. Uh so we're not gonna talk about that. Last thing we're gonna talk about today, Jason is the Ansom Report Report.
2: Report.
1: It's time. Let's uh let's hear what Blue Kingdom has to say this week.
2: My favorite part of the podcast, Blue Kingdom ASMR.
0: Ansom's Report 6. A massive core of energy lay beyond the door sought by the Heartless. It may be the ultimate goal of the Heartless, but what is that energy? I've devised a hypothesis based upon my observations of the Heartless. The Heartless feed on others' hearts and they yearn for that energy core. That. Think beyond the door must be a heart to the heart of this world. There is no proof, but having felt that immense energy, I am certain that was the heart of the world. The Heartless are trying to take. Hearts not only from all living creatures, but from the planet itself. But what do they mean to do with the heart of the world?
2: Um, okay, okay, okay. So, we were just talking about it earlier that Ansem was telling them to go to the heart of the world. But from this, it seems like that's what they were doing from the start. So it's like,
1: yeah, that is what Sean Farmer said. Retcon, retcon, retcon. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know why you saying retcon, retcon, retcon made me think of Childish Gambino. Contraband, contraband, contraband. <laughs> what? I don't know why. I didn't even say it like that. I know, but that's how I heard it. Well, th- I think Sean Farmer said it was ingrained on his heart. So I, he was doing it subconsciously. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway. Um. Thank you to Blue Kingdom for reading that. That was awesome. Uh, we kind of got off track there. Uh, stay tuned to the end of the episode for some Blue Kingdom bloopers that he included. Hope you hope you guys like listening to people mess up and didn't cuss a lot because Blue Kingdom's really good at that. Uh, and it's very funny. Um, so this report... Uh, Yeah, you're right. It is retconning regardless. Like, if that's really true, what Sean Farmer said, it is retconning it. Because he's talking about how he just figured out that it was the heart of the world. And this is supposed to be Secret Darkness writing these, right? Right. Not Xehanort. Not Ants of the Wise. Diz.
2: Diz nuts.
1: So he's still figuring out what are they going to do with the heart of the world. But he did. He'd come up with a theory. A game theory that it is the heart of the world and that's he didn't know that before apparently yeah all this is confusing when you really dive into it
2: yeah it really is well it's like okay 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 okay. so they're all they're going for hearts of all things Uh right which is like okay that makes sense if like like in the dark realm there's like nothing but rocks you know what I mean like there's no type of trees or plants or yeah there's no hearts right it's all been already like taken. Right. right? So it it, it 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 wouldn't make sense that the, those worlds either they just haven't found the heart of the world yet or they should be
1: attracted to the hard world, it's the biggest heart in their vicinity.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah, there's a
1: lot of this that doesn't make sense. I don't think we have an answer to it right now though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe someone who's a more of a lore hound than us. Could explain the difference here. Hmm. Let us know if you figured it out. Jason, we have one more thing to talk about before we're done. Hmm. That was the answer from poor, poor. Thank you to Blue Kingdom for reading it. What's your meme of the week, my guy?
2: My meme of the week. We missed the meme of the week last two Stolen weeks. Stolen meme from the Discord. Did I, I got to pull it up because I do the meme don't... of the weeks from the Discord? No.
1: Oh. I what? thought you were just taking them from people that posted in the meme section of the Discord.
2: Oh, maybe. I don't, I don't remember. I thought
1: that's what we were doing.
2: I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't either, know. either way, I he has know. a meme.
1: He has a meme. Know. Here it
2: comes. Here I come. Okay, okay. I got I got two memes of the week. All right, all right. I got two memes of the week. Like it's uh, been buried. Okay,
1: like the nineteen ninety four five NBA season when so, there was two rookies of the year. Exactly. There are two memes of the week.
2: So, meme number one is from me. Okay. Best meme. <laughs> okay. Not really. Anyway, it's uh, KH2 Riku and KH2 Sora. And Riku is saying, hi, I'm Sora. I have the spine of an 80-year-old grandma. And he's standing like how Sora does in his battle stance, uh-huh. all hunched over. And then Sora goes, hi, I'm Riku. And there is literally a stick up my ass. And he's he's holding the sword like way back, like how he walks just fucking straight up. So I liked that meme.
1: Okay, all right, all right. And then... A, that's a that's a heady meme. Big brain is. meme.
2: It is a big brain meme. Also, this other meme... Gotta find it, gotta find it, gotta find it, gotta find it, gotta find it. Okay, okay. It's from Skittles for Hannah. Oh. And okay. it's... We love Skittles for Hannah. It's from uh, Recom. Okay. Right? And it's uh, the Riku replica. And on top of it is written 2 plus 2. And it says, because I'm you... And then there's regular Riku, no, I'm me. And it's two times two, right? And then the Riku says, I'm me, he says, right? (laughs) And I was like, I want another layer to this where it's like data Riku, like looking up at like the like camera or whatever in the data world and being like, I'm not me. And (laughs) and it's like two minus negative two or something. (laughs) But I couldn't find anything. Well, two minus negative two would be zero. Two minus negative two is minus four. Two.
1: Oh. Sorry. I thought you said plus negative two. And no, was no,
2: like, minus negative okay, two. Okay, okay. And then be like, I'm not me? Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, That's funny. Just add
2: another layer to it. Oh,
1: man. These are big brain memes you're throwing some out. big brain memes. La- the last meme of the week was literally just the nominate. With you the have gun. To, yeah, <laughs> you have to. Which, by the way, I made into a, um, a, a moticon. Oh, nice. So the nominate, nice I nice. added some. If you have recommendations for more, let me know. I, there are some I'm still working on. If you're like, hey, I recommended one to you and you didn't do it. I, I yeah. promise I'm working on it uh, but yeah, that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Uh, next week uh, like I said we're gonna dive into some old Kingdom Hearts theories and and possible storylines and then we're gonna answer the question of the week and we're we're gonna be we're also gonna announce the winner of the contest
2: Wow Wow
1: who's gonna win that 13 inches of dream rod plus Kingdom Hearts three for the PS four Wow so thank you guys so much for watching. Jason, hit him with it.
2: May your heart be your guiding key. Thank
1: you. We are the Sir Super Spaghetti Bros.
2: Sir Super Spaghetti Bro. No, you have to cut off the end. Sir Super Spaghetti. Sir. (laughs) Sir Getty Bros.
0: Oh, hey there! Welcome to, uh, Hassel's Report 6! A massive, a massive core of energy, uh, beyond the door, sought by the Heartless! ho It, uh, may be the ultimate goal of the Heartless! Oh, what is that energy, Miss Piggy? What is it? I've devised a hypothesis! Oh-oh. smart guy here! Based upon my observations of the Heartless! Ho-ho! It's like a mixture between Mickey Mouse and Kermit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a fucked-up frog. <laughs> the heart was feed on over hearts. Oh, Groovy! Yes, Thank you for fat energy core. What is that energy? Apparently it's a big part of fucking shit, Christ I can't get. It. But what is that energy? I have devised a hypothesis. Based upon my observ me observations, love! Based upon my observations, love the oh, heartless. Oh. Based upon my observation me, me observations, Christ Tell from Derbyshire. Me observations. My observations, based on my observations. I have devised a hypothesis. Based upon my obs... Me observations. Fucking hellfire shit Fuck. God damn it. Me observation. it's, it's, It's my observations. Based on my observations. Fuck. The heart of this world there is no proof but having felt that immense energy i am certain that was ah, a big bag of